Um, Sigourney Weaver. Yes. I can't believe they were hesitant to cast her, according to the documentary, solely because of Alien. Ripley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they don't understand. It's like, that's one one character she plays. She's done, like, dozens of shit stuff. She's in Ghostbusters, for Christ's sake. You want an actress who can do serious and space stuff and comedy. I literally cannot think of someone better than Sigourney Weaver. She's done. She's the name. She's been in some of the biggest movies of all time. Yes. I mean, like, literally. Movies that had no business doing as well as they did in theaters. Ghostbusters and, and Alien should not have done as well. No. And they fucking, they were huge, huge movies. It's, it's crazy. And she's an avatar, for Christ's sake. Yeah. She shows up in Avatar. I mean, well, that, that was after this, but still. Still, yeah, I'm still. She's in a bunch of movies I love, like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. S- small little scene at the end, but you could tell yeah. uh, that Goddard, Drew Goddard, the guy who made that movie, just loves Sigourney Weaver, so they made her like the most important character. Oh, yeah. Like she's yeah, yeah. she represents that entire company, whatever it is. And she shows up for yeah. a two minute scene. But why wouldn't you think Sigourney Weaver can play this role when she's already done something well, something Hollywood. similar with Harold Ramis? This is why Harold well, Harold Ramis' yeah, name was yeah. attached. Yeah, that's the stupid part. Yeah. The, the super well, they, stupid part. Well, that's Hollywood. Yeah. Well, it's just like when they get to the, the doing the making of this movie, they say after the movie was done in post production, it was a nightmare, and they try to change everything last minute, saying that was stupid, this doesn't work, but all these these stupid notes that make no sense. But you're going like that. Well, that's that. Two two weeks ago, you were fine with that. You don't want it now. You say it's bad. Like what? What's your guys' problem? Like you, now you want it to be a Rugrats the movie? Like that was the that was the movie that came out like two weeks before. Or like a month before yeah. Rugrats, Jack's um, supposed to come out. Like, <laughs> Rugrats made a bunch of money. We needed to have this be Rugrats. Like what the fuck? It's not even the same fucking genre. It's not even the same fucking movie style. Maybe it's you anime. make that it's movie. Like, go make what that movie. What are you movie? talking about? You like, don't just start while the movie's no, I, finished. I, I, we have to make this Rugrats. Like, what? <laughs> it's nonsense. What the fuck? How does that make sense? Do you remember? Let's just our film no. school. We could look out the back window, the north facing wall. And yeah, see the Rugrats studio. Yeah, they were right there. They were right there making Rugrats all day. Yeah. All and all the other shit. All real monsters. Yeah. We found <laughs> cells, didn't we? We found a bunch of film uh, animated cells in the yeah. closets because we took over their office. That's where our film school was. It was in the Class Key Swissville building. It's so weird. They sold it. They're basically, I think they were like leasing it out to the film school, making money. I think they eventually moved away. They moved to. Burbank, for yeah, Burbank makes more sense. Yeah, but now I don't, I don't think they're in business anymore. I, I think they're all done. They're Damon Lindelof, Lindelof is in this <laughs> docu- yes, he's in the documentary. documentary. Yeah, um, he eventually takes over all the Will Wheaton spots. Which thank, thank yes, Christ. thank God. Will Wheaton's because... just in the first half, then he's gone. And then Damon Lindelof is the like the one they keep going back to a lot. Yeah, but, but Brett Spiner, the only. Yeah. yeah, only contributors from Star Trek, the next generation. But they, he, he, but, he had a couple of quotes that I really enjoyed. Where he, he goes, "I consider this the best Star Trek movie." Yeah, yeah. Which is, he did say at one point we could we considered it the second best. I'm like, are you talking right, about yeah. your 2009 <laughs> remake? 
No, he, I think he, I think he's talking about Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. I hope uh, I don't. I don't consider Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. That's what I inferred. Yeah, I think that's, that's what he meant. But that's what he meant. Yeah. I, Star Trek: The first Star Trek is the best Star Trek to me. The motion picture. Yeah. I like that really? slow. I like the slow, weird pace. It's 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 fine. It's fine. I love it. It's fine. <laughs> it's not for everyone. I'll say that. It's fine. It's like I've I've seen it. I've seen it more than once. It's fine. Yeah. The style, the, the hair, like Bones's fucking hippie beard is amazing. They got those like weird medical outfits on. <laughs> like it's so weird. Oh my god! And the guy from. The pedophile that went to prison, who's in prison now, is seventh, the seventh Heaven's advice. dad. Yep. Who would have thought? And the mom from Seventh Heaven is in the fourth one. She's in the fourth movie, which is yeah. technically the third movie in the new trilogy. Because that's its own trilogy. Star Trek 2, Star Trek 3, and Star Trek 4 are a trilogy. They're all connected. What happened all to Star Trek 1? Star Trek 1 doesn't count. They don't include that. What, are fucking they David ignore, Gordon Green here now? What is going they, on? They ignore Star Trek the Motion Picture. In Star Trek two, three, and four are like the are the are the heart of it. Five, no one gives a shit about because it sucks. And then six is actually pretty good. So it should be two, three, four, six. And then that's it. That's that's all. It says who? The rest of the movies don't talk. Uh the fans with their brains. I understand not liking the first movie because it's too slow for you, but it's still a good movie. It's good, but it's fine. It's a good Alec feature. Hey, job. Everyone can agree. Fuck five. Like no, you're not going to get. You're not going to get an argument from anyone on that. Five is bad. (laughs) But I I need to sit down and rewatch those because I haven't watched five in a (laughs) while. No, two, three, and four are actually a really good trilogy. Yeah, it's actually really well done. It's like, oh wow, they all connect. They all that all makes sense. They're all in their own little universe, their own, their own microverse here. Four is kind of, eh, for me. Four is fun. It's fun, but it's like, this is... It's the weirdest one, and it was the biggest hit. It's like yeah. the biggest risk, and it made the most money. It's just got the stupidest you know? plot with the space sausages and... Well, this, yeah, the space... The space... The whales uh, and... The, the, the space sausage tube and the... Uh, just... um, anyway. Way, way off subject. I was getting to David Lindelof, where he had a quote yes. where he goes... I'll give the studio this for as much editing and cutting down and butchering. They did. They made a very good movie. Yes. And I was like, that's a good point. Yeah. Cause you want to bitch at the studio, but also they left it like still a huge cult classic movie. Yeah. And that's uh that's hard to do. Oh yeah. Especially nowadays, consider the other movies that studios butcher, which is like, you know, Fantastic Four and uh, uh, Justice League and Suicide Squad. All those studio cut movies were, oh, yeah. they're just awful. But it's not, so I, I give him, I, I like that he said, you know, hey, the studio cut it and we wish they didn't. But, you know, it's good. they did a good job with what they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I will say this, and they brought this up a lot in like the first 20 minutes of the documentary. I think the best thing you could say about this movie is it's not... If this were made nowadays, it would be super, super negative and mean and sinister. Like, making fun of the people. And it just... This movie's like super wholesome. They never make fun of the fans. That's not what it's about. And I'm so glad we're watching it. It's kind of refreshing. Yeah, it is. You're like, 
they're not he's he's kind of mean to the to some of the people when he gets angry but he's not it's not because they're fans and annoying him yeah it's just because something's going on that we already saw right it's never yeah, directed it's at the fans yeah and that was so smart of them to do that because those oh, are... no, so, yeah it's a perfect movie it's it's yeah. a it's just a weird movie that came together and all these <clears> pieces fit perfectly and it's lightning in a ball and it happens probably once every f- 10 years you get a movie like this that's just done but everything works out and it just it just clicks it just you can't explain it it just it, it works and there's other movies that come out you think it's going to be great and something happens that ruins it either the company doesn't know what to do with it and they fuck it up or the director was a bad choice or the actor's a bad choice but everything fits in this. Even the music fits. Like, everything fits. Not the music in the documentary, though. No, a documentary is something else. Some, they fucked that up. And the audio in the documentary is, is wrong. Like, yeah. I, I was, was looking like, into yeah. it, and they, I guess they rushed it. Someone else did the audio yeah. for the, the music yeah. for it. And it's just, like, kind of, you can't hear people sometimes. But um, go, it's weird, because Sigourney Weaver's in two perfect movies, if you ask me. Yeah. Because Ghostbusters is a perfect movie. Well, I don't say she's in multiple perfect movies yeah well yeah. Quest, uh, aliens i think aliens is a perfect movie i think cabin in the woods is a perfect movie if you ask me cabin in the woods is a perfect movie yeah uh, ghostbusters is a perfect movie ghostbusters 2 might just be a perfect movie except for alien and aliens all of those movies blend oh, alien blend, alien is blend comedy movie. with yeah comedy with action and comedy with a uh, sci-fi and those uh, that's how i like my sci-fi i don't i like sci-fi mixed in as a, as an afterthought, that's why I like Moon. Yeah. Moon is a drama. It's a drama. It's a guy right. who wants to get home, and, and then yeah. it's the sci-fi is built on top of that. Like you have to have your your, and that's why yeah, you in this movie they're talking about he made a drama, right? And that you have to make a movie that way. You have to care about the characters. If you don't, I don't give a shit about the sci-fi. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Well, every story is character driven. Yes. If you don't have a story, a character that's relatable, you're not going to get. It. You don't care. You'll be out of the movie no matter what. There's just no point. Unless it's super cynical, like a Rick and Morty thing, where that's the joke is how cynical it is. And that's all they do is pound that in. Yeah. And that's that's what Hollywood does now. Cynical takes on everything. But that's what this movie, Galaxy Quest, would be if it were made by anyone else at any other time. It would be because super somebody cynical. Would get a, a Rick, and, yeah. Somebody would get a Rick and Morty cartoon yeah. writer to rewrite the script. And, and they'd just, it. it would suck. Because they've ruined everything they've touched outside of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Because all the Marvel movies are written by Rick and Morty guys, and they they all suck. I think, what, what was another one that came out? It was terrible, written by Rick and Morty people. They had the other show. They just, did. They, they're terrible. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I just don't, I, I think people just, they they don't want, they want complication, I guess. And they hate their own fans. They hate the They hate fans. They hate fan bases. Because everything, like, if, if a show comes out and it's not good, the first things the company does say, oh, the, the fan base is toxic. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, well, they don't, they don't like the show because we have too many, it's a racist thing because we have black characters in it and they don't like black characters. Like, no, we don't like these characters. They're not very good characters. Yeah. We don't like the choices they made as actors. You guys failed. You guys picked bad actors to play these roles. If you were Tried writing the script a little bit better, maybe we'd like it more, but the script sucks. It's terrible. Batwoman. That's the Obi Wan show. Batwoman was a good example of that. We don't care that she's black. Can you write your show better? Your show right. sucks. And the first one had Ruby D in it, and she yeah. quit because she, she fucking broke her back. 
Good. She was like, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm going to fucking be a quadriplegic at the end of season two. Yeah. Uh, which is almost what happened. I was fine with that because she's terrible. <laughs> Ruby D. I watched like five episodes of that show and I was like, I this is so bad. How is it this? I, I was, I was, know. I was only watching me because I'm like, how can it be this bad? I watched Birds of Prey back in 2003. I don't need to watch any WCW show ever again. Oh, wow. They're all that bad. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're all terrible. But they're not good. Yeah, it's just let the let the fans be the fans. You don't have to direct anything toward them. You don't have to respond to them. Just they either like it or they don't. And if no. they don't, you they you'll move on. They'll move on. Like Buffy, no. Buff when Buffy was on the air, they would get like real time reaction the fan from fans, and they go, "Oh, you guys hate this, the direction we're going." And they would take that feedback and go back and like, "All right, let's not do that. People fucking hate it." And they would come back in the next season and, and fix that. And I feel like that's gone. They go, you guys don't get it. Fuck you. And they'll do what we want. And it's like, nobody's going to care about your little, show then. And little did they know, Josh Wheaton was a monster. <laughs> yeah. It was a horrible, horrible. He was the true villain of the Buffy the Vampire oh, yeah. Slayer show. But it looked like. Trailer, I'll give you a part if you touch my dick. But like those cult and sci-fi shows back then would at least. You didn't, you, I'm not saying do what the audience wants on a like take it for, and then do it. I'm just saying take it into account because people, you know, oh, you guys hate this entire thing that we're doing. All right, well, we'll figure out how to swing away from that a little bit. If only Damon Lindelof listened to that advice because he knew how this show should end for Lost, and he still did it. Hey, we got somebody on chat, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm here on chat. How you doing, BV? <laughs> That's an amazing picture. I don't know who this person is. Who is this guy? <laughs> I don't Hi, know, but BV. he's staring into my soul. Well, that was a while ago. That's a ago. fake picture, was, isn't it, BV? That was 40 minutes ago. Hello. Oh, I thought that said, I thought that said uh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Sorry we're late to your party. Oh, God, are they That's bringing funny. back uh, Home Improvement? Oh, I hope not. Do you remember that time we got to see Richard Karn in person? At the parade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was loving life, that guy. Look at... What is this? History Channel. (laughs) Oh, it's just Richard Karn's new show. Yeah, but Tim Allen's there. Oh, it's just like uh, more power. Look at... Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Richard That's Carr. that. I can I can get behind that. Yeah, I'm glad they're not actually redoing the show. Yeah. Well, I guess he said something about the older son. I guess he's like a fucking junkie or something. And like he said, he's kind of a lost soul. I was watching a movie. Type... What movie was it where the older son Brad was the high school? Oh, it was a. Uh, I, I told you I was rewatching the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, he's in Tokyo Drift. He's in Tokyo Drift before he That's goes. Right. He's yeah. the reason he has to go to Tokyo. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. I do remember that. I, I was like, it's fucking Brad. Yeah. Oh my God. It's amazing. <laughs> what a career. Yeah. You peaked with Tokyo Drift. <laughs> hey, he's Much got. Like the, he doesn't need money anymore. That dude. Well, he, I think he had it. He invested all his money in like a pizza pizzeria. I think he had his own pizza place in Burbank. Domino's. No, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I was being facetious. Yeah. Oh, so we talked about Scorny Weaver. Um, 
She's fantastic just, in this. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you, you, just the movie itself. Like we said, we can't. It's just a perfect film. Everything works. It all set. But what was the box office on this? Because it wasn't a failure. This wasn't a bomb. But it wasn't like it didn't make the, set the world on fire. Because they even said on the documentary, they said it was a hit. Like it did well enough to be like, okay, we we can at least say that, you know. It made ninety million. I think I saw when I looked earlier. Let's see. Um, release date. It came out December twenty fifth, nineteen ninety nine. It cost forty five million budget worldwide gross 90 million yeah so it doubled yeah so yeah it, it may you know that's a bit and then on dvd i'm sure blu-ray dvd it's like probably number one bestseller hands down but this but is we'll never tell you that exactly this is this movie is prime for that special edition <clears throat> unrated cut yeah it's prime for it. it's got the fan base it's clear it had made a fucking documentary about it like, people love this movie. They go to Comic-Con for it. They're yeah. dressed as them. There are people in Utah that they show where they're dressed up like that, and he, he got to I meet the that, Just yeah. Shoot Me guy, and he's like, he has my hair out. I'm like, kind of cringy, but also I was like, oh, that guy's sweet. It's cr- well, you're like cringy, you watch Trekkies. Oh, yeah. that's a Trekkies 1 and 2 are, are pretty cringe, but God damn if it's not wonderful. Missy Pyle. <laughs> Missy Pyle. Oh, my God. Uh, one thirteen twenty six. I got to show this great. Hold on, I gotta show this amazing Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yes, uh, here it is. <laughs> is this from the documentary? No, this is the movie. Um, oh. Sam Rockwell's action moves right here, and Missy Pyle yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rain Wilson vanishes halfway through the movie because he had to do a pilot. For, right. Yes. For NBC a pilot that nobody saw. Yeah. 38, 39, 40. Watch this. This right here. <laughs> <laughs> the valve to the barracks. That's it. <laughs> he whips around for no reason. All right, but the, I want to show the Sigourney Weaver thing with the, the sensor line. Yes. It's coming up at some point. That's when they're in the bowels of the ship. Yeah, they're, they're there right now. Looking it's cross-cutting the, between the two, you know? The Omega-13. Um, I'll... I'll I'll bring it back up when it when they get there. Oh, and also you got kids in the hall in this movie. Kevin McDonald. End, Kevin McDonald shows up. It's kind of funny. Who I think should oh, be Kevin should be everyone's favorite kid in the hall. He's mine. <laughs> as a Must kid, have... he was not. It was a uh, Mark. Must Mark have... was my favorite as a kid, but as an Super adult, mind. it's all about Kevin. <laughs> I did enjoy David Foley though. Yeah, David, only because Dave, of a... Dave Foley's funny. Yeah, mostly because of News Radio. I love News Radio. <laughs> oh, News Radio's great, yeah. That's how, you know, Phil Hartman and him, and can't go wrong with that. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, this slipped my mind. Slipped off my shoes. <laughs> should, we should yeah. discuss that movie as well. Yes, that's one of your... I don't think I've ever seen it, honestly. Oh, my God. I think it's what I... I think I've seen it, and I didn't... I was like, yeah... The kid, I like kids in the hall, but they're almost too far sometimes. Which yeah. is like, yeah, it's a bit much. But there's a scene where he plays the main character. The whole movie's about them creating uh, stummies, is the name of the drug, and it's like a happiness drug. And he's like, "Why'd you create this?" And he's flashing back on his life, and he plays his own dad. He's got a little kid fixing his bike, and he's got a suitcase, and he's walking up, and he's depressed dad. Right. And the briefcase flops open and papers are pouring out, but the dad just keeps 
That's when he does the slip my mind. Well, that was yeah. Uh, that was the character that McDowell always played. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. He I did. still love that. I still like that segment where the the guy goes to a hitman, and he gives him a picture, and it's the hitman. And he goes, "Can you do it? It'd be difficult. I can do it." He'll <laughs> try to take himself. Did funny shit. Funny shit. I was thinking about Weird. the other day about how I would rank the sketch comedy groups that I, you know that we've seen throughout our lives, and I don't know where to put the state because I haven't seen enough of them. They're pretty funny. But Kids in the Hall is definitely number two for me. Right. After UCB. You say UCB is number one? Oh, yeah. The show was fine. I remember watching UCB, the show. Yeah, that was good. I love that show. Amy Amy Pollard and one of the other two guys. Uh, Matt Walsh, Amy Pollard, Ian. There's two Ians. Ian Roberts. Right. And there's two Matts, one Ian. Yeah. Matt. Oh, Matt Besser, of course. I don't know why I right. on Matt Besser. Yeah, they're funny. That was that was a funny show. Matt Besser is basically the Kev McDonald of that show. Yeah, he's got the wacky hair. I'm trying to find the Sigourney Weaver line. It's pissing me off that it. Oh, it's here. right before the Chompers. Here it is. Here it is. I know. I'm trying to find the Chompers. No. Here it is. To get- <laughs> Hold on, say screw. Screw that. <laughs> it's so yeah, bad. It, it doesn't work. It's pretty obvious what you're saying. <laughs> That's like the most obl- uh, most obvious bad dubs in history yeah. of film. But but I- it makes it kind of, it makes it kind of special. I think that was them kind of giving a middle finger, like. And we're not even going to try. It's going to be very obvious. They could have had a PG-13 and just kept that one fuck in there. It would have been fine. Because it's not a, it's not a sexual in no. the window. Because that's a, that's a guaranteed R is a fuck with sexuality. If it's, it has anything to do with sex. Like, fuck it. I'm going to fuck her. That's an R. If you say I'm yeah. going to fuck you up, that's not an R. That could be a PG-13. Or if you're Guardians of the Galaxy... It keeps opening the car door, the handle. Yeah. Get, get in the fucking car! Yeah, get in the fucking car! It works. Every single yeah. Fast and the Furious movie I've watched so far has one fuck in it. They have one fuck, but it's they, never sexual in nature. No. It's always, it's just about like... It's always, stay the fuck out of my way. Don't fuck, fuck with me. That's right. That's right. That was the, the rock. Yeah. I got two, one rule. Stay the fuck out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> and he was talking to, he was talking to um, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vincent reality. Diesel. Vincent Diesel. Call me Riddick. I don't like being in the Fast and Furious movies. I like all my Riddick movies. That's what I want to make. We just started Fast and the Furious 9. And the kid, they have like a oh. 1989 clip of, of the Toretto dad dying in the beginning. And the kid they chose to play young Dom, young Vin Diesel, looks exactly like he would grow up to be... Uh, uh... Is he bald? <laughs> no, no. He looks like he would grow up to be... Uh... Why am I blanking on his name? We just brought him up a minute ago. God damn it. Flipper for real. Oh, Benicio Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro. He looks just like him. That's funny. (laughs) It's like distracting. That's all I could think about. Maybe it is Benicio Del Toro's kid. (laughs) Could be. Uh, He does movies. He's good. I like him. He flipped his dad for real. Killed him in a car crash. I I watched the videos. 
I wanted to find seen. that line of Sigourney Weaver saying they're going to eat guy, but I, I, I can't. Yeah. It's too buried. It's, it's when they're it's when they're running away from the before the rock creature, before uh, they they get to the ship with the beryllium sphere. It's before Is they it? put it in the ship. It's like right before they put it in the ship. They're one of those things to eat guy. Oh, so it's one of those actual like not the rock monster. It's the other ones, those little cute they're, ones. No, they're running from the miners. Yeah, so it's like a, a sequence in the middle there. Miners, not they're miners. Away from the miners. I don't get it. <laughs> miners, not miners. I don't get it. Yeah, they can't be any more than ten years old. Miners, not miners. I don't get what you're saying. Here it is. All right. Oh, here it is, right here. Did he say what the fuck? No. Did you hear that? Uh, I think he said, what the fuck, they're everywhere. 5407. Let's go back. Oh, 50. God damn it. Stop making me rewind in this program. It's terrible. I can't. I can't go back further. It's just too... Oh, fine, 5403. they're everywhere. I said keep going. What the fuck? He said keep going. What the fuck? I think he said what the fuck. Don't look back. Not look back. Here it is. Alright, here's the line. (laughs) All these little creatures. Stay in Winston. Yeah. It's gonna kill me. All right, so they set it up right there. Yeah, it's coming. It's, up. it's gonna kill me. I love his voice. Oh, you know what? It's it's actually before this. Is it? It's before they even get to the beryllium sphere. Damn it. Go ahead. There's no time. Get in. Get in. I do love that Alan Rickman moment, though. So it's before that? Yeah, it's before Assault that. Assault on Voltrex 3, episode 81. It's right here, I think. It must well, be they when separate. they first yeah. pop out. It's right there. It's right here. It's right here. Assault on Voltrex 3, episode 81. We're doing episode 81. Whatever. The one with the hologram, the wall of fire. Well, how the hell is Fred supposed to project a hologram? Are we doing episode 81 or it's not? It's just a rough plan, guy. What difference does it make if it's episode 81 or not? Because I died in episode 81! Episode 51. <laughs> 51. 51. Why are you listening to this fellow? May I remind you, he's wearing a costume, not a uniform. He's no more equipped to lead us than this fellow. No offense. Another one of my favorite running gags is how much Alan Rickman's makeup is pulling back, revealing his yes, hair. Yes, yes. <laughs> throughout the oh, movie, it's 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 all the cuts. <laughs> his hair's coming out. It's just funny that he wears it. Yeah. <laughs> what a great, what a great sight gag for the whole movie. Even when he's in his apartment. I was gonna say, shitty, <laughs> shitty apartment. She calls him. Else, so funny. <laughs> she calls him talking about Tim Allen's character. Like he's never yelled at a fan before, and he's. Not taking it off at all. He's like walking around in a robe. Just, oh, well, he's a dick. He's always been a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Please don't tell. With sirens in the back. Where'd they go? I don't know. They said she would never take off her blonde wig. Yeah. But it was watching. All right, all right, listen up. Here's the plan. Gwen, Fred, Alex, and I will go down to the sphere. Fleetman, you set up a perimeter, and Tommy, your lookout. You see anything at all? You give us a signal, all right? What kind of a signal? Any kind of signal. Okay, I'll do my hands like this. Call! Call! What are you, an infant? Look, we have these. There's, there's a lot of scene here before the line I want. There is. It's coming up. It's it's a great scene. Right. I could, you know what? I, but I rewatch this later and listen to the background. I think he says, What the fuck? Or there's a fuck in there. Sorry. Rolling help? Uh-huh. It helps. Where's your gun? It helps. Shit. Uh, you know what? It's all right. It's going to play it's a, there. a little bit have longer. Fun. Have fun watching the kids at home. Don't buy the movie. Oh, I'm oh. going to buy this now. <laughs> You don't have it? Never give up. No. Never surrender. Oh, shut up. I used to uh, before I got rid of all my Blu-rays, but I'm going to need to buy it back. I want a special edition. uh, You're right. I have, uh, yeah, I do want a special edition. And I do have the, I got the steel book because it was on sale. It was like five bucks or something. I was like, yeah, I should buy that. But I do want a special edition. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is a movie I can watch all the behind the scenes stuff of. Put the documentary on there, put a commentary track. As long as Sam Rockwell and uh, Tim Allen do the commentary. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Just the two of them. <laughs> yeah, Sam Rockwell would probably be like, yeah, I don't remember that, but yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like something I do. Yeah, exactly. That's... I don't remember. <clears throat> oh, oh, Jason! The camera is down! Sam Rockwell's doing this. <laughs> Jason! Run, Jason! Run! Okay, here it is. Finally. No, it's not here. It's before this. So forget it. It's in the it's in the beginning. Just, let's get out here before one of those things kill guy. Is it when they're watching him eat the other one? Yeah, it's right after that when they're walking away. Okay, I have so it. Let's get out of here before one of them eats guy. I'll play it here in a second. Let's get out of here before one of those things kills God. Wait a minute. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, that's right. Oh, worth it. (laughs) It's just such a funny line. Because they're trying to tell him the whole time, like, no, no, you're fine. It's not real. Like, and then she's clearly thinking it's probably gonna happen. Let's get out of here before one of them kills Guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Gray Weaver. She's an odd hot. She's like one of them. I don't know. Every time you see her, more you see her in a movie, the more she's sexy. There's something about yeah. her. Her she's fake. Good looking woman. She had a, a fake rack in this movie. Yeah. They were talking about how she was flinging at him. Yeah. <laughs> her chicken cutlets. Yeah. She's she's fantastic. She's just she's just one of those staples, you know. Oh yeah. And for, especially for like sci-fi nerds like us, like she's, well, she's been around. She's been around. Stuff, yeah. 
she probably developed a lot of our uh, weird sexuality, you know, sexuality without realizing yes, it. Yes, I love uh, skinny, skinny white people. <laughs> Considering neither one of us are attracted to white women. Um, occasionally. Nothing. Well, I've had more whites than you probably. <laughs> you're, you're more uh, of that uh, caramel. I haven't been with, with a white woman in 15 years. Yeah, right. Well, you're better off. <laughs> Last two crazy. Deep? Crazy as cat shit. Galaxy Quest 7.4 IMDb. I gave it an 8. Oh, I give this a. Like I said, it's perfect movie, so it could be a 10. I don't know. Galaxy Quest could be a 10. I put it at 10. Yeah, I, mean, really, I don't watch it all the time, but when I watch it, it's it's like, oh my, I forget how good it is. It's gonna start making my rotation now. Yeah. Um, it's always been on my list of I have my top hundred, you know, but I also have like that other small list on the side where it's like these movies could be in my top hundred. I I need to rewatch them, and Galaxy Quest has just been sitting there for fifteen years of yeah. me just like I need to watch that. Like I, so this is why I wanted. This is kind of what I'm using this show for. Yeah, is those movies on that it. on the peripheral of, of my top hundred? Well, sure, why not? Yeah. yeah, I mean, and this is one of them, and I'm glad it did. This is probably going to get moved up. This might make the top hundred now, but oh, absolutely, yeah, uh, that would. The difference between eight but and ten again, for me is just like personal connection, and this one eight is a great score for me, but ten is like those movies like resonate with me. Right. This movie doesn't really resonate with me, but it is. It is. It is a perfect movie. Yeah, that it is. Next week, we kind of started off joking, but then you kept mentioning Thief. Yes. So let's watch the trailer for Thief, because I've never seen anything about it. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's tease you. Let's get you in the mood for David Mamet and Jane, Jimmy Kahn. Ooh. Oh, and David Mamet is the reason we keep saying perfect movie for this. Or not David it... Mamet, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Michael Mann. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was running with it. I, I was like, did David Mamet write that? I had no idea. No. Um, but this the documentary, the Never Surrender documentary starts off with David Mamet's quote of there's four perfect movies, Godfather, yeah. and like two other movies, and then Galaxy Quest. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> and then it's, the first thing you hear is uh, Sam Rockwell go, Mamet said that? No way. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it starts. Great, man. That's great, man. That's great, man. Yeah. Mamet said that. That's great. That's great, man. He's kind of got a like a he's stoner. He's in Heist. Oh, is that a Mammoth movie? That's a David Mammoth movie. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Well, let's let's uh, watch the trailer for Thief from 1981. Jimmy Kahn, Hard Nipples himself. I better see Hard Nipples in this trailer. I don't think we do. Damn it. <laughs> Loud. Are you clear? You've been putting down two, three scores a month. You want to put down contract scores all over the country? Working directly for me? I am self-employed. Geisty Lice. Just diamonds or cash. Fine. I'll make you a millionaire in four months. I wear $150 slacks. I wear silk shirts. I wear $800 suits. I wear a gold watch. I wear a perfect, deep, flawless, three-carat ring. I'm a thief. Do you think that I have been waiting for you to come along? 
You're gonna marry her and have some kids. Yes. Hey, I'm talking to you. Hey. Hey, what? What is going on in your life that is so terrific? I'm just, I'm just asking you to be with me. Go. We got a problem. I want my money. We need new partners. We're in for 10 points. I am the last guy you want to mess with. You get paid what I say. You do what I say. You don't know from one day to the next whether you're going to be killed, go home, or get busted. What's wrong with you? James Caan, Thief. That was so that loud. That was really loud. I couldn't wear my headphones. Yeah, me too. Sorry. I didn't have a time to check it out. But See, now that's an old school trailer. You still know what the fuck the movie's about. Yeah. You work for me. Who are you? Doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you the trailer. <laughs> yeah. You watch the fucking movie if you want to figure that out. Well, you're going to end up dead doing this job. I'm a thief. I do feel like Galaxy Quest calls to watch this again. This short segment I did for B Movie Battle uh, for Hick Trek. Oh, no! What's going on up there? Podcast that sounded great, yeah. But you had to see it to understand. No, you got to watch it. <laughs> uh, I, I gave away my, I gave my nephew my Ecto one. I don't know why you would do that. I uh, well, he, I was like, I gave him something, and the other one, I gave that to the four year old. Give him cash. I was going to give uh, Roy something, <laughs> but Roy was like, yeah, I don't want that. I was like, well, I don't know what to get you. I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll give him something later. He's got enough toys. They I can, can share the Ecto one. I got two more things I want to play, Dick. Yes. Uh, one of them we teased last week. I did do this before the show. This is why I was running a little late. But I feel like it's worth it. So I have all 14 of the Steven Seagal songs. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, fuck yeah. Please. All right. Which song would you like to hear? I don't care. As long as they play. Uh, lyr- I want to pull up the lyrics so we can share those. Lyrics. Oh, Steven, oh, yes, please. Steven Seagal. Let's do. Let's just go in level, alphabetical order. Better man. Oh, better man. Yes, please. I hope it's a cover. I do too. It's not. Damn, look at the lyrics. All right. Son of a bitch. I have to turn yeah. the volume way down because this is very loud. What if it's different? <laughs> okay, bye. This is a four and a half minute song. Can't find a better man. Oh, I thought that was the song. <laughs> Touched the boobie of a 16 year old girl. Only I, he said, I 
Did I not predict how this would sound before you started singing? It's gonna sound like that. Yeah, exactly. It's a song about he's come to terms with how awful he is. Find a better man. Okay. Do we finish the song or do we skip? Let's go to another song. The song sucks. I I agree. But it's not. Strut. Oh, strut. Okay. We can do strut. Please, strut. I want to hear the. This is going to be his honky tonk. I think I could play from here. This is honky tonk. Oh. I have Apple Music. Why does it make me go there? Oh, I got to connect to my account. Honky tonk. All right. Here's strut. Oh, yeah. This is the song I tried to play for you uh, last week, oh, and I kept. Uh, this is what I kept going. Are you fucking serious? This is what I was hearing. Wow. Okay, ready? Starting it's over. It's like a shaggy song. Yeah, ready? Me want the punani. Me want the punani. C for make me nice. <laughs> Holy shit, Dick! You know what punani means, right? I think I do. Yeah, it, it means exactly what it sounds like. It means. He want me want the buddy. Him want the punami. When the girls start to strut, you could look at them, but you shouldn't put I The girl dress is just as pretty, not just there to cover her kitty. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> this was made. This is like the twenty this is like thirty years old. This is old this is an old album. This has been in existence for this long. I haven't heard this. This hasn't been released to me. Look how long the song is. <laughs> it's just, how, many, how long is the song? Um, there's another. Oh wow, two and a half minutes. When me a fling it up, you better know fi back it up. When me a dash it up, make sure you black it up. If you ever flap it up, then me a go lock it up. Pack it up like Benji who a drop. So me want the body if you make me feel nice. Why? Tell me where you really want. You want the pananis if I make me nice. Me love the way you walk sometimes, the way you talk is so hot. Now you know, let have a shot of rum. Then me can make you come. Then me can make you come. This is like a no, confession for know, a man who's accused know. of sexual harassment right here. No, no. Then me can make you come with me to the ocean. You don't have to finish this phrase. No, I, I purposely paused it there. He he knows what he's doing. No, no, he's being he's being polite. With me to the ocean. That would be fat. 
Oh my god. At this point, he's 60. That would be fat. You can be my bobcat. Nice ital breeze. Bring it to your knees. Good jamming. So she, he wants a blowjob on the beach. He's pretending to be Jamaican. He's play, he's doing reggae, but in blackface. The man's the man's white. He already pretends to be Japanese. Him pretending to be Jamaican is not that. He's from Lansing, Michigan, like twenty five minutes away from where I grew up. He's as he's as Japanese as I am. He's from Michigan. Oh, and the great legs make you calm. He's from Lansing. <laughs> Lansing oh, is God. literally 25 minutes away from my mom's house. Oh, my God. It's brilliant. It's... it's. Oh, why hasn't the... Why, why, nobody talks about this. Why hasn't anybody... This is... This? We're starting the conversation right now. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Like, did, did Tom Segura talk about this? Because he, he's a fan. He's obsessed with Susan Gall. Oh, me too. Has he played this song? I don't Has know. He played this CD? Maybe we need to, let's bring Tom on. I got to look this up. I mean, I, I'm sure he has. The CD is like 30 years old. I'm sure if he played it to Tom uh, uh, Seagal would sue him. That's probably why he can't do it. Steven Seagal's song. Okay. What year did this come out? Oh, my 2004. God. 19 years. Kid... Okay. Oh, my God. This, Yo, this should be 1992. Oh, this should not be made at all. I'm just saying, like, this sounds like it should be before he, like, whatever. Here we go. What does saw mean? Like, she says saws like seven times yeah, now. I saw, saw. Like, is she talking about like... You water run from the pipe. That's his uh, penis. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> touch my pipe, girl. <laughs> he already. I will make you come and take her to the beach. Well, when the last lyric was "Get on your knees here on this beach," and we'll we'll what? we'll what. I feel like we're doing it, uh, Dick. I think we have a new thing we need to do for uh, LAW explain lyrics thing. I feel like we should talk about this for like three episodes. Bring you to your knees. There's 14 songs. We could do all 14. Uh, Bring you to your knees. We're jamming. So she's blowing him. And now he's water from the pipe. All right. Oh my God. You're quite all right. Why not sure when me turn it around you have to come to my row in case you never know me start me who and sure me tell you from start me no go down low let's do it all night from the I don't know where we are right. so oh. my name Steve tell me oh we nice it's all right water run from the pipe I love it like that but I won't bite so this singer her name is Lady Saw oh, okay okay so that's why she's saying Saw she's basically it. saying it's her name got her it turn. that's what I guess that's the cue Saw Got it. Why no saw? Okay. She's not talking about the movie. Monday, if you make me feel nice, why? Tell me what you really want all night. No want the banana, see for me, man. He want the body, he want the banana. I'm in the way nice, so. And so on. Okay. Oh my God. Do you want to do one more? Yes. <laughs> 
this is incredible. That that's that stands down one of the biggest. Like this is worse than anything Bruce Willis ever did. Okay, here's the name of the songs. Like Joe Pesci is a better record. Than yeah, that. music war. My God, gory. Not for sale. I want to do not for sale. Yeah, pick. Yeah, you can pick this one. All right, here's not for sale. Oh no, that's my God. Sorry. My God, I'm not for sale. I want to know what Steven Seagal considers off limits for sale, because the man's a whore. Although I'm sure the song Lollipop is real creepy. I'm going to start working in, because in two lines here, he's going to say, but I am not for sale. I think I'm going to try to put that into one of our theme songs. Oh, absolutely. I am not for sale. I guarantee he says yeah. it. Like, all his, like, look at, okay, so song lyrics, writing song lyrics 101. You don't have multiple lines with the same word ending the core of the song, the line of the song. But I am not for word. sale. My, my word is not for sale. My reputation's not for sale. My bond is not for sale. My, my, oh my god, it keeps going. There's four more after that. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, I, oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't even see those ones. It's a fucking Ulysses poem. So we even start here we go. I am not for sale. My word is not. Oh. He recorded this in like his bathroom. Yeah, but like with not a shower curtain, just in the bathroom. I am not for sale. I am not. Uh, Sounds great. We're gonna print that one. I hope it goes from. But I am not for sale. I am not for sale. Like it just changes. I got David, uh, the guy from uh, Disturbed, on here. Ah 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 ah. I called it that he would start the next lyric before the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not for sale, my bone. And then finish it. That's all I can take. From most to seeds of fire, wisdom, we will not give up. 
Man's love yeah, will I... take your breath away. Man's love will take the life from day. Man's love will protect the lawless. Man's laws will make the righteous powerless. Righteous powerless lawmakers eat my flesh and drink my blood. Wow. <laughs> I'm not for sale. My wood is not for sale. My reputation is not, not for sale. sale. My bond is not for sale. My heart is not for sale. It just goes on like that. Please call me for Under Siege 3, though. This is a five-minute song. Oh, it's there's still three minutes left in the version I was playing. That's nuts. That's 15 seconds left. I fast-forwarded. Yeah, he really draws this out. All right, we'll pause there so we can do other songs in other days. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I gotta look this up. I gotta see if Segura's done it. That, if he hasn't, he's got a he's got a fucking week of fun. I'm pretty sure I saw him mention it. But. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think he actually played. He probably can't play the album because he gets sued, probably. But oh my I can god, see that. that's that's incredible. He should just buy the rights and play it legally. Oh, he can afford it. That yeah. guy makes nothing but money. Yeah, and he blows money. Like, did you see that episode where he talked about? He talked to Kevin Smith. He goes, "You know how much money I spent on a on a." pilot not even a movie that i wanted to do for myself and uh, i wanted to look really good so i spent a lot of money on it because why would she spend two million dollars what <laughs> you have two million dollars to spend Tom the girl said that no kevin smith said oh, that. okay yes how do you have that much money i mean you've been doing a podcast like six years for six months i've been doing it for 20 years i've never made that much money off a podcast what are you guys doing <laughs> he goes how are you making this much money What's your secret? Tell well, me. Well, he does live ones. Kevin Smith. Well, he's he, smart about Kevin it. Smith, oh, well, Kevin Smith does. He's been doing it for years, but he's never made no fucking multi-million dollar deals with his with his shit. No, he just sells out every place he goes. Right. He does. He comes here a lot and does live podcasts with uh, Jay Muse. Like, probably just flies down. It's like an hour flight. Yeah, and he sells out, and he does a live podcast, so he's making money on you know. A lot of money. Oh, speaking of, what, do, you, do you want to fly down for a weekend on September 8th in Vegas? <laughs> no. Just hang out, go play golf, play miniature golf at the flight zone. <laughs> okay, that's worth down. it. You have to you do come, that. Come down for a Saturday and we'll just play golf. Can you please go there so you can make we can make an episode about you going there? Yeah, I need to go there. I'll go check it out. You I'll have to. I will. I'll go find it. Buy some I'll, glasses. I'll, well, sure. i got to have something to do. There'll be days where we'll, we'll be like, we're not going to spend all the time together. It's in the bowels of the... Uh, is it Bally's? I'm, stay, I'm staying at the Luxor. Where's the Luxor in in view of all this? Um, I'm not the biggest Vegas guy. Um, I don't remember the Luxor. I, I need to look it up. I, it's the Pyramid, I think. But Bally's like right on the end of that road of the main strip. It's like the mm. last one, and it's right in the. It's like in the back of it, but it's. Was there like antique stores in Vegas? I don't remember antique stores. Like stuff with like maybe comic book stuff or comic book. I'm sure there is. I I didn't go there, but. Oh, okay. Um, well, I think there are, but they're just really expensive. I heard my friends have gone there, and they said there's there's tor- there's stores like that out there, but there's their prices are kind of eBay prices. They're kind of yeah. expensive. I want to find like a place like a hole in the wall that has like you find sm- you know gold or something. I have one last video to play. Yes, it's two minutes long. It's a it's something you sent me for a movie. I said we should do down the line.
This is not the trailer I was hoping for. Shit, it's a long trailer. I can't keep watching that. That's not the one that I sent no, you. No, I, I said I was saying, I hope I was hoping for the one you sent me, but. No, I wasn't. that's a different one. So I'm but that's pulling the, the plug. That's, that's the proto-death proof. Yeah, it's it's the one you sent was from uh, Instagram, and it was the next yeah. Sunday night movie of the week. Yeah. And it was. The, death the, car. Death car on the freeway. I'm going to find this case. I haven't solved this. There's a murder out there. I'm going to prove yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, lady. But an I'm gonna find those details now. There's a cycle on the road killing yeah. women in cars. I want to see it, uh, and it it's is important. on YouTube with commercials, original commercials. Now, now that's worth watching. And I'm I pretty sure we can just live stream us watching it. Probably, it's a, yeah, the TV movie from the '70s. Nobody gives a shit. So we should do that in uh, the coming weeks here. Yeah, that's amazing. There's a man on the freeway killing women in cars. <laughs> I'm going to solve this. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. The cops aren't doing nothing about it. Listen, lady, we've gone through this before. There's no way this is one guy. I think it's just one person, chief. You're out of your mind, love. Your vagina is giving you emotions that are irrational. I can't take this estrogen. Get out of my office. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't believe it's been two hours that we've been doing this. Yeah, well, that's what we do. It's the downside of doing only one podcast a night is we just yes, <laughs> we we stretch just it out for two hours and do other shit. Yeah, this might be a two-parter for podcast. Um, now let it all hang out. I would if I could, but it's not up to me. It's up to the oh, file okay. size. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah, let's get out of here. Next week, Thief, nineteen eighty-one, Jimmy Conn, Michael Mann, not okay. not David Mamet. I would. I think we're going to be surprised, and it's like, how is Justin Long in the movie Thief? So he wasn't even born, or he was born, he was like four. How? How? <laughs> so weird. He looks exactly the same. Oh, we'll talk about Thief next week and what Quentin Tarantino said about it, because I saw some clips about he was comparing Michael Mann's Thief with his second movie, which was terrible, The Keep. Oh he yeah. Goes, he goes. Thief was like a masterpiece, and he falls in with a keep. You're like, what the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, the keep is an the only other. I think the no out of the th there's three uh, Michael Mann movies I haven't seen. Those are two of them, and then uh, L.A. Takedown. I've yeah, I haven't seen, seen L.A. Takedown. Was well, a TV movie though, isn't it? Yeah, like an eighties like TV movie. Ninety one. Right. Yeah, it might be HBO movie. But it's basically know. his his like. Rehearsal heat. for heat, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like the proto heat. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the original. That's why I want to watch it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It's just I want to see what what he kept, what he changed. It's the whole script, it's the same script. <laughs> McNulty. I had coffee with <laughs> Kelly half an hour ago. <laughs> Great big me. ass. I, oh, got all the way up it. All the way up it. <laughs> 
Oh, why hear, why hear about whoa that? It's it's Don Whoa's Johnson ass. playing uh, Pacino's role. Something was that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like cocks the sides of a Diet Coke can. Don Johnson, I have a big cock. You know that? That's the story. Who plays Ralph in this one? In the TV version, Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin, probably <laughs> yeah. Cheech Marin, Don Johnson, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, so it's a good start. It's the Nash Bridges prequel. Yes. <laughs> Is that why I said Cheech Marin? Probably. <laughs> like, I didn't even realize. Well, Don Johnson and Cheech were in a bunch of stuff together. They're in like uh, that, that golf movie, Tin Cup. They're in that together. They're in a few, yeah. a few other things. Yeah. Don Johnson's in uh, a Nick Cage movie. I'm not surprised. He's in a lot of cute Tina movies. A lot of cute Tarantino movies of, as of late. Yeah, he was in Don a, Johnson. He was in Dying of the Light, I believe it was. Mm. Might have been a different one. Who knows? One of those Nick Cage movies that just, you know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I have a new Nick Cage movie for B-Movie Battle. We'll do that. Uh-oh. We'll do that eventually, maybe next week or two weeks. Fire, Firebirds? It's called Sympathy for the Devil. That's a new one. And I'm cur- Yes, brand new. I'm curious if they do the whole, uh, you know, Rolling Stone song or not. Probably not. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man. My name's Nick Cage. Oh, that's good. Thank you. But he doesn't James Addiction style. <laughs> he does that cover version. <laughs> it works because they both 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 those bands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, I collect comics. I'm Nick Cage. You got the guy from James Addiction. Just I got a collection of comics. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I think I'm Iggy Pop, but I'm not. Yeah, he he looks like the Tucker. He looks he's still alive. Ted Ted Levine. Speaking of heat, Ted Levine from right, uh, so Sons of Lambs exactly. this is the James Addiction singer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or talk myself in. Yes. But I can't sing as high as Jesus. Yeah. I still think the greatest line in movie history is Iggy Pop and yeah, Crow Two. Fuck you, bird dick. <laughs> You know what's funny is, right when you said Iggy Pop, all I could think of was Crow 2. I'm like, it's got to be. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, that's, his, that's like his greatest performance. It's got to be that, right? Tom Tom Jane <laughs> being a weirdo in a, in a sex booth. Oh, yeah. Tom Jane trying to be Iggy Pop in a weird way. It's like he's, they're dueling Iggy Pops in that movie. Or something. <laughs> that's a great band name, indie band name. Dueling, dueling Iggy, Iggy Pops. Iggy Pops. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like shredded but also oh. kind of raisin like so old you worked out a lot but yet you've you've you smoked 55 packs of cigarettes a day for 30 years and did heroin for 40 years so uh, i didn't kill him he just made me skinny i can't keep anything in man I, can't, I don't eat like literally i had so much heroin i got a sugar backlog for like 20 years it's like I, I can't eat. It's like, man, is he shredded, but I'm pretty sure, like, he looks like he's dying of cancer, all the cancers. If I touched him, I feel like he'd explode. Either I'd get what he has, or he would just yeah. fall over dead. Your blood, my blood. <laughs> yeah. From, a, no. He looks like a Petri dish on legs. I don't know what oh, to do with uh, him. He looks like uh, uh, Frost at the end of Blade 1, where he blows up. With all the, <laughs> Deacon all Frost. Deacon Frost with all the, the serum in him. And he yeah. Bubble bubbles up. Or when he comes apart. And... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 
Thinner. All you motherfuckers want to ice skate uphill. Thinner's definitely going to be on the list here. Yeah, I thought it was on the list. It <coughs> is. So we were going to do that one. Die clean, white man from town. What's that called? Death car on death the car, freeway? No, just death car. I think you have to put in death car TV, TV commercial or TV ad. Death car on the freeway. That's what it's called. That's the full name. 1979. Death car on the freeway. Of course it is. Hal Needham directed it. Wow. Smoking the bandit fame right there. That's probably <laughs> that, why I'm smoking the bandit. That makes sense. No, smoking the bandit was like 76, wasn't it? Or was I that? think you're right. I think it was 77. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're right. Back in the day when you can jerk a TV movie and make like half a million dollars. 77, yeah. Megaforce. 82. I love Megaforce. Which one's Megaforce? You gotta watch Megaforce. Megaforce is the reason that Adam found me. Oh, wow. Because I did a Megaforce review, and I was like, this movie should be stupid, but I had so much fun. Wow, Like It's it's a Barry Boswick. Huh. And he's got a big afro. He looks like uh, Will Ferrell from The Tropics. What's that movie? The basketball one? Oh, right. Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah, yeah he looks like he's in that. But he's like, and they're chasing cars. And it's Hal Needham. And oh, it's uh, it's got the music going. And I'm like, this movie's like, it's on, it, it's going for it. And I'm like, this movie's What's fun. What's it called? Uh, Death. No. What? Um, Megaforce. Megaforce. Okay, I got one. I got to write that down. I never heard of that. So it's Barry Boswick, and then the bad guy is, there's two versions, he plays two roles. What is his name? God damn it, why am I blanking on his name? How can I pull Barry Boswick out of my ass like that, but I can't think of the guy from uh, A Thousand Bad Movies? Holy shit. Uh... He's in uh, City Slickers, plays Curly. Oh, uh, 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 Jack Plants. Jack Plants plays two roles in that movie. <laughs> He's the bad oh, guy. Oh, wow. And they don't explain the fact that there's a, they get rid of him. It's very strange. Anyway. Wow. Um, you got to check it out. It's a fun movie. But Adam saw that review and he's like, yes, that guy feels exactly the way I do about bad movies. So <laughs> you got a hold of me. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I feel like we should get out of here. Yeah, we probably should. It's been a while. It's been two hours. I'm not really in a rush, but I'm just saying. It's a long one. My first awful film experience. Dumb, 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 awesome, dumb. Megaforce? Yeah. Yeah, they're not wrong. It's got the one guy from uh, The Warriors. Okay. I don't know if you're looking at the cast right now for Megaforce. I'm looking at, yeah, I got the cast here. What's yeah, his name? Michael... I was going to say Michael Jeter. Michael Beck. Michael Beck. That's it. He's good in it. It's just like, it is wacky. It is It is a full, like, 80s movie, and it just goes for it. And it has all these What's models that? in it. That's here, Jack Blance is even in it. Am I confusing him with someone else? Uh, you're thinking of Henry Silva. Henry Silva, thank you. You're right. Yeah, because Henry Silva is a character. He's in everything. Henry Silva, that was it. She died at 95 last year. What? 95 years old. He just died last year. Oh, I thought you said he died in 95 last year. No, I was like, you know what? <laughs> How does that make sense? 
He went back in time while he died. <laughs> yeah, Henry Silva, he's 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 been around. He's in the Manchurian Candidate, which we still need yeah, to do been, on this show. Shit, yeah, he's been a lot of stuff. Fuck, Dick, maybe I'll do a Manchurian Candidate for my choice in a couple weeks. Yeah. So you can watch good. it. Yeah. I'll yeah, have it, but it's on Amazon. Or one of those channels. I will buy you the Blu-ray. There's a Criterion Collection Blu-ray. I'll just buy it. I'll buy that. It's a... You're going to love it. I, it I guarantee it. I'm not even going yeah, like, sure, to sell yeah. it. You're just going to love sure, it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. There's no way you watch that. I, I've seen uh-huh. pieces of it. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've seen pieces. I just never sat down and actually watched it. I don't I just That's one that I've never been like, oh, I got to watch this fine. I just never got around to it. It took me forever to watch French Connection. And I, I watched it. I was like, yeah. Oh. I don't like I still French need to Connection. Watch French. I want watch French Connection 2. French Connection 2 is way better. I think French Connection Two's better, yeah. I want to see that one. They they get that one I have. he's he spends half the movie hooked on drugs because they they keep getting him heroin because they have him kidnapped. <laughs> so it's it's great. Was that is that Roy Scheider or is that uh, Gene Hackman? No, it's Gene Hackman. Yeah, they got him addicted to drugs. Yeah, they got him addicted to heroin. He gets kidnapped and and, and force fed heroin, so he gets addicted. It's great. Wow. It's a fantastic Holy movie. Shit. Well, Frankenheimer was fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I love the the one with Richard Harris we watched. Frankenheimer's like, I'll show you how this is done. I'm not fucking around, freaking. Like he's getting addicted to heroin. Ninety ninety five (laughs) percent. What was that movie? Ninety five percent. Ninety nine and this. What was it? Yeah, some long ass title. Three quarters. Wacky, wacky fucking British gangster picture, which makes no sense when you try to figure it out. Here's how long ago and how forgettable that movie is. I can't tell you one fact about that movie. Man, I can't. It's like I gone. Yeah, it is completely chunks. gone from my memory. Yeah. I remember there's a teacher. She was on a bomb. She had to sit up and he put a, like a, a matchstick underneath it and it didn't trigger the bomb and then the bomb blew up when they moved the matchstick or something like that. If you say so. Like I <laughs> nothing. I, I retained nothing from that movie. I, I like it. Was fine. It was, it was fine. There's interesting stuff in there. Yeah, but it's, but, like it's so wacky. It's forgettable. He worked with Roy Scheider a lot, so it's hard yeah. to hard to keep track. Well, I think uh, you got 52 pickup, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got me the book too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good old 10 cent books uh, book day. Not anymore. But if I that's do, great. if I pick a Manchurian Candidate, we'll we'll do a dual episode of Frankenheimer review. Yeah, that'd be fun. Throw it on both feeds. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, well, I guess you're going to have to split this podcast up. Yeah, definitely, because we're at two hours and 13 minutes. Galaxy's Quest. Actually, you probably put all Galaxy Quest in one podcast and put the rest of the bullshit in the other one. It just takes editing, and who wants to do that? No, I'm not going to do that. It's going to be part one, part two. Galaxy Quest, I give it a 10. (laughs) Yeah. It averages a nine between us two, so there you go. Yeah, it's fine. It works out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Galaxy Quest. Watch it, won't you? Please. That's my Joel from MST3K. Yes. <laughs> and listen, won't you? And please listen to Steven Seagal's uh, album. Songs from the Crystal Cave, won't you? Oh, my God. That's so great. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll play more of that later, but let's get out of here that. for real. All right. Yes. Un- Good- until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Bye. I'm Dick Ticket. We'll be back for Thief. Bye-bye. Put on your video galoshes. We'll do our Michael Mann episode sometime.
There's our uh, outro here. Oh, yeah. Um, what? Fuck you, everybody. Good night. Ah, wow.